Hi everyone and welcome to Words with That One Lady. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's been a while I did an episode with a guest and I'm excited. Today I have a guest in the house and it's one of my OG OG goons, I'll say that's how I put it. Anyway, before I go too far and say too much, hey guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Yeah, my name is Kunle. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm super excited to be on this. Yay. As in, I mean, myself and Kunle have been planning that one day we need to do this, we need to do this. Anyway, today on the episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about finances. I asked recently that, guys, you know, what do we talk about in 2023? And someone said managing finances as a growing adult, like young adults who has left home and now you're trying to figure your finances. You have a good nine to five. I was like, who else to talk about money matters than my dear Okule to discuss money things? First and foremost, I'd like to know when was the first time, you know, you said, like, when was that time that it dawned on you that, oh, Omo, it's time to start, you know, figuring out how to make sure that this money lasts? Okay, I think um, it's it's all been in my background, you know. Um, so, my, growing up, um, I've always watched uh, a lot of uh, financial, uh, I mean, movie talking about finances or people talking about finances. And so funny because I grew up around uh, a lot of accountants. I'm talking my dad, before he passed, he was a chartered accountant. Hmm. I have an uncle that I'm very close to. He was a child accountant. I remember when I was in college and I and I had to go live with an uncle as well. He was an accountant as well, working in the wow. bank. So it's always <laughs> like I've always been around these people who are just so not just about them doing it on the uh, on the regular basis, being a job, but the, the very we're talking about money cultures and yeah. being prudent about money. So and I remember you know growing up, my dad comes in to the house and he's like, um, here. Say for example, he gives you ten thousand, ten thousand naira, and he just gives, gives it to you. He, he's not asking you to have the money for yourself, but you're now the bank in the house. Mm-hmm. So he gives you the ten thousand. So during the course of the week, dad would be like, "Oh, we need to have grocery shopping." Oh, okay. Can you give your mom two thousand naira? Mm. He doesn't say anything. Oh, I gave you ten thousand naira the other day, right? Okay, yeah. Can you give me your own two thousand? Oh. He wants to buy drinks. He wants to entertain guests. He tells you, hey, how about you go buy me so and so, so and so. And during the course of the week, maybe we, we go in house, we're going to get movies from the regular video club, which used to be the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, blockbusters. Things like that. He will have you, he will designate you like, oh, how about you go do this? Oh, give your brother this. Give your, give your mom that. And he tells me, and at the end of the week, he calls me to the living room. Can you give an account of of what we just did and i'm like what so <laughs> he's trying to teach you that whenever you go into that that space you have to be cautious so you have to write down and this man is really telling you like tell me how did you spend my money i'm like it's your money you have to, you give the direction <laughs> it's like yeah can you give me a breakdown of how we spent my money so that was the that was the lesson i learned earlier on that which is you know when you when you're going through these finances or when you're going through this budgetary you have to be cautious of what you're doing so so the little me that i'm talking 14 15 you know when when he tells me oh do you want to get do you, uh can you get this for me i have a pen and paper i'm writing it down can you believe it's not my money it's this man's money but i'm having to document how this man spent his money because 
Trust me, at the end of the night or at the end of the week, he calls you to the living room and he tells you, oh, can you, can you give me an account of what we did? And it's funny that even to the last 20 naira, this man is asking you, you have to crack your brain. What do we do with that money? And oh I'm being serious. God. So that was the way it started for me. And, you know, growing up, I'm sure you and I have, have spoken and you've seen me the way I yeah. am. You know, it's all developed into who I am today. That's amazing. Come think about it. Actually, that's a good way to start. Like you're you're entrusted with like money gradually, and from there you take it. It becomes a part of you. So that means when you start earning, when you start working for yourself and earning your own money, you do not have any difficulty planning your finances. To be to be honest, um, I wouldn't say I didn't have difficulty planning my finances. You know, I'm being a guy here, and it's it's, it's the norm when when you get when you start get, when you start getting money. The kind of part of you, which is you know, will come into play. You know, you want things, even things that you don't, you don't need. But no, so I mean, that's another discussion for another day. Things, <laughs> that, things that you want or things mm-hmm. you desire. So you know, I, and at the time, you know, everything just crams in into into the space, and you're like, "Well, I have the money, I can afford it. I have the money, and I can afford it." Now, over time, it bec- it, it was now a question deep inside me: Do I need it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Can I afford it? Can I afford it doesn't mean you don't have the money that do yeah. I need this particular item right now? So yeah. I mean, but to be honest, when I when I started making money, I made mistakes like everyone else did, which was, mm-hmm. you know, you blow it fast, like it comes fast, you blow it fast. But I was able to catch myself over over, over time because of the uh uh background and the upbringing I had. Yeah, yeah. I was able to catch myself. Yeah. That's 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 quite interesting to think about because you said two things. I said do i need this thing do i want this thing and do i have the finance do i have the finances to actually be able to get these things that i want to get which is quite interesting and brings me to the question of <clears throat> do you like you know when you do you plan the money before it comes or do you get the money then plan it all right so it's it's funny because uh i usually i saw an example right here there was a time that i I was I was only using my forty hour check, you know, because I I was opportunity to have a, a job that you know I could work extra, I could make money mm-hmm. extra extra over time, and I did not go, I did not I I did I did not make decisions that would exceed the the forty, 40 hour check. Mm-hmm. Let, let me make this make sense to you now. You know, we're talking about when you have your rent. Some people tell you that oh, whatever you it is you're making. Your rent or your mortgage should not be more than thirty three percent. I mean, it's just it's just a theory out there. People say, "Oh, your your bills and everything should be shouldn't be more than twenty five percent." You know mm-hmm. that that puts you in, and so that so they're trying to tell you that at at forty percent you should have been done with your bills, hmm. everything. See, listen, but different 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 people have different jobs and different, different compensations and different situations and different states for example a lot of people living in massachusetts you can't compare that living in texas yeah so you are you are able to make sure that whatever decisions you're making you are making it with the idea of the money the money that that will be coming in for you so mm. usually what i do is i make i i make the plan in my head before the money comes in because when the money comes in, trust me, there's this lot <laughs> that comes out of you that you like. Oh, I I, I tell you, thirty bucks, forty bucks. Oh, it's, so the, 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 look at this. When you have a thousand dollars and you take ten thousand ten dollars out of it, you don't have a thousand dollars anymore. You have nine nine. Now, when you have fifty dollars out of it, you don't have a thousand dollars anymore. 
there's this mindset that tells you, I see you have close to a thousand. Well, you mm. don't have, a mm. you have So for me, I usually make the plan. Then when the money comes in, I'm able to disperse this finance just before it comes in. That's amazing. Like having to plan the money, like having to like have things that you want to do planned out, and then the money comes and is able to take care of it. So going back to the question of the percentages, because I think this would be important for people to know. People would want to know, like, so what like I get my money now, how much goes to bills? How much is like you know, imagine getting that 40, 40 hour check for the first time, like and you see the money looks big, and you're like, okay. Okay, I think I cannot get a new place. And people say, oh, 30%. But like making good, you know, at the end of the month is good. Why do I have to stick to 30%? Now, what my question I would be, what do you think is the right percentage? What what's the right well, according to the way you've done things over time, what's the right percentage for rent and bills? And what should be left at the end of the month? All right. So this is me. A anyone else could have it differently. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is just how I've done it over time and has and has worked for me, you know. I look at the money. I have an idea of the money coming in. And trust me, everyone has an idea of the money coming in. Sure. Except you're lazy tired that you don't go to work or something like that. <laughs> everyone has, everyone has, an, has an idea of what's coming in. And we, we understand that there are some things called necessities. And, and the yeah. bills are part of it. And in this part of the world we're living, it's very essential. You know, I was, of course, I grew up in Nigeria. I understand that you don't really, there are no bills to be paid in Nigeria apart from, you know, the groceries and that's it. Groceries and clothing. Because you're, talk, you're talking about having the yearly payments for yeah, rent. Rents, or yeah. and people who own homes don't pay mortgage. No. But out here, it's different. So we're talking mortgage. We're talking... So this goes back to making... So I think the most important thing here is the decisions for the disbursement. It's mm -hmm. not the percentage itself. For example, you get you get a job and a 40-hour and and check comes in. What decision are you making? Are you are you trying to live in a in a penthouse? Say, for example, you make five thousand dollars after taxes in a month. Are you trying to live in a penthouse that is going to cost you thirty five hundred dollars? That's crazy. Are you going? Are you trying to live in a place that is going to cost you fifteen hundred? So that's a decision exactly. that you you will have to make. But ideally, how I've done things in the past is I make sure that whatever decisions I'm making, I'm I'm having to have minimum of 25% of my income go to my savings. Minimum. And we're not talking this, we're not talking checking account here. As a matter of fact, I do it automatically from my direct deposits. Yeah. It's, it's in my elections. I put it in the elections for the direct deposit and I make sure that 25% goes into savings. Yeah. Now, I put that 75% back to 100% now. Does that make sense now? Mm. I put that 75% now back to 100%. I'm like, okay. This is what I have this, to spend. Yeah, this is what I have to spend. And I'm still going by the fact that now this seven five has become hundred percent, my 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 bills cannot exceed sixty-five. Hmm. And it's very, very important. So this is a decision you're making. You want a car note, you want a phone, you want an insurance, you want insurance. The decisions you're making at the time, you have to make it based on that seventy-five that you made hundred, because trust me. So I put it in a way for me that that 25% of my check, it's not my earnings. It's my savings. And another conversation for another day, which is the savings, what is a savings supposed to be? Is a mm. savings supposed to be that, oh, I'm flying, I'm flying, I'm flying out to, to Cancun, to Loom. I got, I got money. I have to buy tickets for my... No, that's not what... Like I said, that's another conversation for another day. Mm. But the savings itself, it's the money that I don't own for emergency purposes only what 
that's our discussion for another day. <laughs> wow, that's quite interesting. I think I like the concept of 25% of the whole money that you get for the ad check goes to your savings and the remaining 75% now becomes the whole that you then hold and say, okay, this is all I have and this is the only thing I have to spend. And out of that, 65% only goes to build. So like you think about it properly. And again, very important conversation you brought out. So many, so many of us do savings. are like, oh, this savings, I'm going to use it to travel. I want to use it for this. I want to use it for that. We, so many people don't have emergency um, um, savings. And coming back to that conversation, what's, I know people have said things like your emergency fund should be six months rent so that in case anything happens to your um what do you call it your job you're able to sustain yourself for six months do you agree to that ideology since you mentioned emergency funds so i will i will you i would necessarily put it like rent mm-hmm. i'll put it on six months six months worth of uh cash that you can base your livelihood upon like i'm talking about like you can survive with okay. so it, it, it's it's not just about the rent because after the rent what happens you're going to feed yourself you know you yeah. see how what abuse that are coming in so so in 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 a situation whereby i mean like i said the the the, the, the plan is to make sure that the savings what you have in your savings at any point in time for me and i'm not trying to make make uh uh, uh, uh brag about anything i make because it's about this plan over the time yeah. but i can remember the very very first year of my job i was fight like I, I was so eager to save money more than I was so eager to spend money. And, I, and I'm being honest with you, like, I, I don't know. I, know, I know this is this is strictly a conversation. Like, I was getting aroused from the money in my savings. Like, <laughs> that was what get, that was what gets me going. Excited, like, yes, good. Excited, like, oh, okay, um, what do I have here? So li- literally, I could say the minimum, you want to have a six months of the amount that you can live on in case... You know, because you know, there's no job security anywhere. And we, we, why you don't own your own business or you don't own your own job? Even people that own your own business, look at look take take a take a look at COVID. You know, yeah. people that had restaurants, they couldn't they couldn't put money anymore. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure that what's in your what's in your savings, a minimum, and you're right about it, a minimum of six months that you can survive on, not just the rent, but your survival at its all. But even when you cut down to the minimum. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that's true. And and that's a very good point Um, about like companies. You can't, there's no job security, no matter how amazing your job is. Anything can happen at any time. And COVID has taught us a lot. Even when you own a business, like you can't say I own a business. I can live check, paycheck to paycheck and I'll survive. Anything can happen tomorrow. I don't want a situation where you lose your job and you're now like left. And that's why emergency funds come in. But that, I think it's it's been a great conversation so far. Now it comes back to this situation of the the credit card system that we have in this country and the countries that we live in and the fact that as Nigerians, we didn't have that growing up. Would you advise, and I know the person that asks, the people that ask for the finance conversations are mostly in Nigeria and the, the other part of it, like, oh yes, you know, plan your accounts well, da, da, da. But what happens to the credit card part where you have just funds there to use and you're trying to also be responsible for your own finances? Like, how do you play those two situations out? So that's a very good question. And um, if you don't if you don't mind me, I'll take I'll take I'll take it lengthy here, maybe like two, three minutes here. Take your time. Okay. So I mean, when I I I was opportunity to actually leave 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 Lagos, you know, to move to move to move out here. And while I was in school, 
I had a lot of friends that were like, oh, you can go get a credit card right away. But because of because of the mentality that I've had and the things that I hear in Nigeria is like, you no, know, I don't want I don't, I don't want to be in debt. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't want to be in debt of what like I, I, I know the spirit when you have money that's that's that that's bound somewhere. I don't want I don't want to be in debt. So I had this mentality initially, like I wasn't gonna get a credit card. So when I got my first job, it was a good paying job, right? I still didn't get a credit card, right? I still didn't get a credit card. I was only spending the money that I own. That was my that was my mindset. Spend the money that you yeah. have. But I'll tell you what, that was a huge mistake on my part. And mm. I've been honest. That was a huge mistake on my part. And I've had to learn and I've had to actually do a lot of research, speak to people, and this would be something that so now that I've had people that you know have are coming after myself, like a couple of friends of mine, I was able to give them this, this factual, like, 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 hey, this is the advice I have for you. I made this mistake, but that's good. I went through that part, so you don't have to go through that go part. Through it. Yeah. And this is it. The credit card system, system in, in, in the Western world, it's a very, very good, good thing to go by. Hmm. And this goes back to discipline. It's a very, very good, it's a very, very good, see, it's a very, very good uh, part of the system it goes back to discipline so if you you're not so disciplined enough you find yourself in, in death, in, in death. death. and i'm being honest with you i'm talking about 12 13 15 30 debt and so what i started with what i started with was at the time that i imagined a while ago i was trying to buy a car the car was going to cost twenty two thousand dollars and i went to the i, I went to the and that was exactly done. And I went, I went to the um, the dealership, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to cut you a check for 22." The lady looked at me like, "Is everything okay with you? Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "Really?" She said, "She said, uh, I said, no, oh, I don't want." She said, "Do you have a credit card?" I said, "No." She said, "How about you apply for 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 uh, a uh, like uh, this card to be financed? Put a summary." And have the, the money in your in your in your savings. I was like, ah, I don't want to owe no money. And she told me the value of this car when you drive this car out of this place at depreciate from twenty two to seventeen the very day you leave it. So you want to make sure. So she had to sit me down. Can you imagine? She had to sit me down and give me the education of the credit system. And that was when I went. I, I started getting getting an idea because what she said was those funds that you have in your savings. Is not meant for this. Yeah. When you call them emergency funds, they should be, be emergency funds. funds. Yeah. Do you, you get me now? They should be emergency funds and not for what issues like this. So what she told me at the time was, put put a token down. I've I've have a system whereby you can finance the money. Yeah, they put you on the interest of, but you want to make sure that you build your credit because the credit system itself, not the credit card now, the credit itself goes a long way and this is another conversation for another day what is credit the credit is your borrowing power yeah and this is huge how it, 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 like the western world the credit is your borrowing power and you find out that a lot of successful people around the world do not use their finances to run businesses they use they, they use the credit system like you have someone who has two million dollars will go to the bank and not use this $2 million to do anything. They will use, they'll take money from the bank, the bank. and they'll tell the bank, I'm credit worthy. Mm. So you have a lot of people who are very, very rich, right? So that's the difference between 
the smart, the the, 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 uh, the rich and the wealthy. Mm. Another conversation for another day. Oh my God. Being, being able to use the system, you know, to actually, for, for your own your advancement, benefit. you know, yeah. to your own benefit. So, when we talk about credit cards, so let me just go back, let me just go back and not go, so, 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 let's just put it back down. I was able to get a credit card and I, and the, 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 the game was to make sure that I discipline myself to, so what I do my credit card is what I can, what I can afford is what I use my credit card for. Yep. But when I mean what I can afford is what's in my checking account. If I have the money, I wouldn't, as a matter of fact, I don't have a debit card right now. <laughs> I have bank account, but I don't have debit cards. Yeah. I, I only have credit cards because whenever I use, I use the credit card, I go pay it back. Yeah. And this is it. What, so when, when, when I want to, when I want to swipe the card, I look at it. Can I afford it? I look at yes. my, I look at my own money that I have. Can I afford it? And I mean, there's a way you just at the end of the day, at the end of the month, the, you pay the, it out or you pay it back. So, like I said, it goes back to discipline. So forgive me. Oof. I went, I went all, all no, all no, that's like a, quite interesting because I know that people talk about the fact that oh yes, I'm trying to manage my finances, I'm trying to take care of this, but still. There's a credit system in the Western world where you're supposed to take care of that too and also be able to be credit worthy because you want a car tomorrow, you want to get a house, you want some big things for yourself and you want to do this and do that. Like, how do you get there? How do you build the credit? And I did learn that the credit system is very important. If you don't have the money, do not spend it. Do not swipe. That was the, the rule I got from my, I remember talking this over with my friend and he was like, see, if you don't have the money, do not swipe that credit card. If you know that at the end of the month, when the bill comes, you're not going to be able to pay it out. Do not swipe that card. But if you are, if you know you're going to be able to pay it, then go ahead and swipe the card. That's basically every, what it is. Every, everything goes back to accountability, right? Yeah. Like, how accountable are you? I know a lot of people that they have credit cards and, you know, uh, they're trying to fly. Um, and 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 like, where where you where are you going? Um, I'm going on vacation. Do you have the money? Oh, I mean, I'll pay it over over time. I understand that. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have a different mentality to that. To it, yeah. Like, do I have the money today? Yes, I see. So this is I see the money physically in the in the account. And then I swipe I buy, the card. And I swipe the card because I know at the end of the month, not that it's so necessities. What you want? I know all these people. Oh, it's on sale. It's on sale. It's on, you don't write to yourself. Do you need it? <laughs> Do you need it? Do yeah. you need it, or do you want it? But hey, it's—I'm not saying I'm the perfect person, but it's—it's worked for me over time, being able to be accountable and to make the right decisions. Oh, that's quite interesting. I'm glad about the way we've gone about this conversation. Like the biggest thing to learn if you're new to, you know, working, earning money, that money looks big and good in your account. The first question you should ask yourself before you begin to swipe all them cards is, do you need it? Is it necessary? In the next six months, would you use that thing that you're about to buy? It's what my own, my my motto for myself is. If I want to get something, I ask myself, are you going to use the next six months? If not, no. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. You know, I did mention savings. And, I, and mm -hmm. a lot of people are listening and are like, oh, what's it talking about savings? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. There's another part of it that I call that is investment. But I know you didn't yep. ask about that. You know? No, go ahead. Uh, it's important. It's quite different for me to just put the money in the, in the account and the money doesn't do anything to you. I'll give you an example. A while ago, there's this thing called CD. And I think I was a, uh, it's a, it's from a bank. I think uh, it's like a fixed deposit. Yes. Whereby you fix your money for like a, couple, uh, a certain amount of time. They could give you six months. They could give you 12 months. And, the, and this was about five years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you, oh, for six months, we're going to give you an interest rate for three, four percent. 
Mm. For 12 months, we're going to give you an interest rate for 5%. So I'm like, okay, why do I have just, why, why do I have the money just sitting down there without making money work for me? Mm. That was at the time I started having the investment mentality. Of, of course, over time I've developed and I've been able to do my little different investments. Yeah. But at the time I was coming into it and I was like, oh, okay, how, how, how do I do it? So I went to the bank and the bank told me, oh, we're going to give you 2.3%, 2.5% after 12 months, after six months. And at the end of the month, at the end of the six months, I'm giving an example now. On twenty thousand dollars, they only they only gave me like eighty dollars or nine. <laughs> no way! So you used my money for six months or twelve months, and you only give me one twenty one twenty dollars. So what I decided to do at the time was I wasn't interested in all those banks, bank businesses. I started doing investments. Now, yeah. do not take investments. Advice I, from me because I've been, burnt. I've <laughs> been burnt. Okay, I've been burnt. I did, I did, you know, I mean, and you know, this I, I did, uh, I did crypto, I did a lot of stuff, and I did stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, do not take investments advice from me. I've been burnt, but over time, I've been able okay. to, I've made mistakes and I've been able to learn. Okay, some things are volatile, some things are not volatile. You know, you, you have things that are, you know, like you know, that it never goes bad. We're talking about real estates and all. So, well, just, we talk about that some other time. But Real estate. I always tell my friends. My friends who are listening to this would know. I I I only root for real estate investment. It's not a real estate investment. Don't talk to me about. It. I don't want to hear it. But there are other ways, actually, like you mentioned now, to actually invest. Yeah so many ways but the thing is please not take investment advice from us i'm still learning i'm still a baby in, the, in that whole investment business i take it a day at a time i read a lot i try to see but you're correct the investment world is the most volatile world that you can ever talk about i mean you want to make your money work for you to yeah. be honest um well that, so what, what i do is i don't and now now going back to how i disburse my funds now yeah. we have the savings there now i'm able to take a certain amount of the savings and listen to this very carefully a certain amount of savings hey do not take investment advice from me <laughs> you gotta take all your savings and, and go invest now take a quarter of the investment still have what we talked about that but i have see someone tells me cash is king and this goes back to the time i was trying to buy a car cash i was trying to buy a car and i was trying to pay cash for it and she was like no cash is king so you want to make the right decisions after your, all these investments you make, make sure you have good cash in your savings that can still help you with survival in case something comes in for minimum of six months because cash is king. So no matter how much someone tells you, oh, you don't want to let your money sit down there, you want to make your money work for you, be smart, be smart. We have talked, we have talked about this. There's enough going on in the, in the investment world that you can go from 10000 to five dollars in the moment so you want to make sure, oh yeah oh yeah so you want to make sure that still have enough cash in your savings account that you're still able to so don't hey hey li- li- be smart about things okay be smart about things that's yeah. that's that, that's it that's very important and i like the way you mentioned it because like even when you want to invest make sure that you still have your six months like if everything goes to shit and everything's going awry you still have something to still go back on like i can survive for the next six months my bills everything about mm-hmm. my life i can still sort out but there's take piece of it and one thing about investment i always tell people is start small don't go into don't share something and you throw all your finances into them like oh i heard it's gonna be big it's gonna hit big no Start small, test your investment power, test things before you throw it all into it. Test something, try it before you go. Read a lot. Don't just hear from someone and say, oh, I want to go. 
You're right about that. You have to do your own research. I mean, sometimes I'm sitting down watching, uh, I'm watching CNBC or I'm watching Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera Business News. And my partner asked me, what, what are you talking about here? I'm like, you have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm looking at some, some, some oil vessel that has been stuck in some part of the world. Then you're looking at it. How is that going to affect whatever I have done? Because it affects, trust me. All these little things that happen in the business the world, world yeah. affects whatever you're doing. So you want to make sure that you're vast, your horizon is expanded, and you're able to like make sure that you're doing your own research. And you're not yeah. just taking what, for example, look at Dogecoin, right? Oof. A lot of people made money, but a lot of people got bought. Yeah. Like I said, the crypto world and all those things. And at the time, I had a very, 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 very smart guy that was telling me at the time, hey, man. Just stick to stocks. I'm like, oh yeah, the stocks is going good, but let's how this crypto is good. Hmm. Right now, I, I was looking up, I was speaking to my portfolio manager. Oh, what, what do I want right now? I said, you know what how the water looks like? Nothing. Nothing oh my All god. Right. <laughs> oh, that's quite interesting. No, I I'm glad that we had this conversation sincerely because um investment savings, how to take care of your funds is a conversation that even if you start today and I have questions with so many people, it will never end. It's like an unending conversation because so many people you and it might be sad to say this, but sometimes you have to get burned first to be able to learn because somebody might tell you what to do and you're not listening. You'll be like, no, I need to go and try it first. I'm sure that this is what you what you mean is right. But no, I'm, I'm glad that we had this conversation. Before we begin to round up, the question I have for you now is, what was one of your biggest mistakes so far in your, like, from the time you started earning your own money, like nobody was helping you out, but instead earning your money, what was your biggest mistake and how did that mistake help you move forward? Okay. Um, to be honest, the biggest mistake for me so far is not making enough contacts when it comes to the financial world. It's not mm. having enough contact, thinking I could just do it by myself. It's not it's it's not having consultation, you know, um um when when, when I started. And when I mean consultation, you know, looking to friends, I was listening to friends, but I was going on based on what what people were saying, based on what the trend was. Mm. Was not having a good con, con, uh, 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 financial consultation, and this is what I tell everyone now. And like I say, it could be a conversation for another day, like I keep saying. But uh, what what I learned from that is the fact that at every point of my life, even if it's um, uh, career wise, even if it's financial wise, or if, even if it's uh, spiritual, we're talking about Christianity now. Yeah, always try to have a mentor. Yes, someone who's been there, who you can learn from, you know. And um, I've made mistakes, and now I've, I've had to, you know, have a mentor even in faraway Nigeria. To be honest with you, someone who's been there, who's done that, like I can see the success where okay. they are. I can, see, yeah. I can see the physical success from them. And I approach them. I'm like, oh, this is me. I'm trying to. I'm talking about someone who retired at 45 or 46 from a, wow. from a, shell, from, from a oil company called Shell. And you're looking at it like, so how, has it, how, how, how did he make his plan that he retired before 50 from an oil company that was paying good money? Well, because he's had his plans 20, 25 years down the line. It's so, he's on the seat already and he's been able to. So right now, I was able to approach him and tell him, sir, help me. This is where I am for now. This is the mistakes I'm making. How can you help me? And 
it puts you in you know there are some kind of deals that they tell you oh i know you can do it but you know what i'll partner with you and i'll call another friend of mine who come in and will put that big money down and now you're beginning to sit down like oh my god but yeah, i wouldn't yeah, have yeah. been able exactly i wouldn't have been able to do that by my we're talking about some investment that they tell you that this is the minimum i'm like i don't even have <laughs> yeah oh like, well, we would do it every year we do this investment every year you know what wow. i'll call someone else i'll call someone else i'll bring your quarter and we put it in and i've been able to learn and they'll show me the trends and how things work and so yeah i, I was i made mistakes but i was able to learn and this the point is you got you have to get it a mentor who's going to show you the role. that's amazing thank you so much for sharing that with us and another my last question would be so to anybody <clears throat> who just came out of university like let's undergrad let's never say masters just came out of undergrad now has a nine to five and in 40 hours i'm going to say let's say at the end of the month in in i would i would, I would ask you to two places and i hope you can answer both in nigeria they're earning about you know 500k a month and um you know, in Nigeria, 500K, well, I don't know how with the way things are right now, but 500K looks to any regular mind is like, ah, that's big money. And someone who is here with us in the Western world that ends, let's say, 15K a month, big, like, you know, them like tech bros or someone who's a hospital and is earning good. And of course, in that kind of light, as a young undergrad who just came out, you want to have the world. What would you be your advice for that person? What do you think they should prioritize in their life? My advice would be for for this for for whoever it is to just try to have a good a good consultation when it comes to finances. Now, do not take investment advice from me, but I still want the person to kind of have the mindset that this is this is temporary. Yes, it's not temporary, but you leave you leave it like it's temporary. Like yes. how much can I stack? As like how much can I stack and save this? But my first, you know, set a goal. Put yourself in a, like, don't don't go from, please, let me tell you, I was from zero to 100 real quick. Please don't do that. Don't do yep. that. Bro, baby steps, baby steps. So you want to make sure that you set goals and you put it aside some money. You know what? Something funny in the first year, how about don't invest? Just save. Thank you. Aggr I'm talking about aggressive saving. I'm talking about savings that your friends are going to call you, oh, let's ball tonight. I'm like, uh, no. Sorry, I can't. Well, I know. This is the world we live in. We want to ball. We want to do stuff. So, how about you put put it to the minimum? Okay, we're going out every weekend. I still don't go out every weekend, and I'm out here looking at my friends like, oh my god, we were out last week. We're out this week again. How are you guys <laughs> doing it? Like, don't we do the same job? You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, but the fact is, you you, you, you have to have self control and discipline. Set a goal. You know. My, 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 my thing would be your first year, try to be aggressive. See what you can stack up. The second year, you can give yourself a little breather, you know, try it. But the first year, make sure because it's all temporary. And, you know, the, another thing is human skills is another conversation for another day. You got to develop your human skills to make yeah. sure that you, you got to get better. And yeah. we're talking about another fact that you have to have a good network system. And this is huge. And this conversation for another day, the network system, oh my yeah. God. See, it's something tells you, someone tells you that, oh, I got this on merit. You can imagine what you can get with having a good network. Yeah. Like, people just tell you, oh, yeah, you can do it. That's it. And that's yeah. it. Forget yeah. about the merit now. So things are changing. I know while we're growing up, they tell us, oh, you got to be, you got you to gotta have good brains to be on merit right now. Forget about it. But network is huge. I agree with you. It's huge. So 
Oh, I had a conversation for that. <laughs> no, that thank you so much for that advice because sincerely, I agree with you where you say, and someone told me that way back when I finished from undergrad, someone was like, do not begin to leave your finances once you start earning that money. Do not begin to leave like you're earning, like don't change your lifestyle from leaving. Like if you're earning 1,000 naira before, now you're earning 500K, do not adjust to earning 500K, but rather just adjust to earning 10,000. In the sense that do not begin to rack up your bills so quick because if anything happens to that job any day, any time, you fall back to a situation where you cannot uphold it because you've been very ruthless. And like what they said, this thing doesn't last. Nothing lasts forever. So rather than, you know, just going to spending, living in the biggest houses, balling every weekend, why not go into aggressive saving to make sure that you've put yourself on a solid foundation so that then if anything happens, you know that you're good. And then human skills, like you said, like the fact that you're earning right now, you're doing great, doesn't mean that you should stop advancing yourself or improving yourself. Because if anything happens to your job tomorrow, you want to be able to get another job that's better than what you had before, which is like I said, conversation for another day. But thank you so much for having this conversation with us. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you had fun, you know, discussing this with me today. Oh, yeah. You did say amazing points and tips for us. And um, I'm sure every other person that's listening has enjoyed listening to us today. Thank you so much, Kuli, for joining us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope you enjoyed it if you enjoyed it so much don't forget to share let your friends know let your sister brothers uncle mothers fathers know about it it can help anybody this can help anybody at all so go ahead and share it if you also have a question comments things you like me to do more or anything you like to me to hear go ahead and leave me an email check the description and you will find that email there and i would love to hear back from you guys thank you so much once again and until next time keep leaving keep loving and ensure that you're leaving 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 your truth and until the next podcast have a wonderful day bye guys